And again, keep in mind that me and LJ are like 12. One, either you made it, or two, you're fucked. I'm not doing it on Sunday. I'm sorry. Chapulé. I'm gonna exaggerate the fuck out of this. So we had one coach who had a permanent heart on all the time. <laughs> yeah, this shit's kind of annoying Wee! though, but yeah. I'm buying your ass a thong. <laughs> yeah. Who would win right now? You or 55-year-old Jackie Chan? I'm about to throw the fuck up. He wants that little dick. I'd say it's the biggest fight of the year. They may be the best team in the NBA. Fun facts for you about dating. I think different women like different things. Not told oh, you anybody to. about this story what? in my life. On wax. Our next guest on the podcast, he is has won the national championship, third overall pick in the NFL draft, played for UT from Houston, Texas. I mean, played several years in the NFL for the Eagles, the Bills, the Packers, the Browns, of course, the Tennessee Titans, Vince Young. Hey, how you doing, brother? Pretty good, man. We've been trying to get you on for a long time. I'm a huge fan of yours. Like I said, growing up, I, I'm pretty sure, do you know where uh, Bastrop, Smithville, Texas is? I definitely do. All right, well that's that's why I'm born and raised. So we are huge fans of you and at UT, and, and and I specifically remember the the night I watched the national championship. I remember where I was at. I remember where I was sitting. I remember the feeling that I got when you scored that last touchdown, man. So all of the podcast <laughs> listeners, we, we've talked about getting you on. So so we're really excited. So jumping right in, jumping right into that national championship game. Do you remember it, like, vividly? Do you remember, like, um, that last play, the last play call? Do you remember how that all went down? Man, well, I mean, it was a tough drive. I know to get a lot of people say, man, you made it look easy. I'm like, well, shit, it wasn't that easy. <laughs> right. So, uh, you what? know, we talked about that play at the uh, before we got to Pasadena. Coach, uh, Coach Brown and Coach Davis, you know, said it was a play to win the game. Last close of the second, what would you call? I was like, man, I call quarterback sneak. <laughs> so, so the, the the play was you yep. the whole time. It was a pass play first, so you know them being coaches, which which we are happy to have. They was like, Vince, well, let's just call a pass play, and he can give you uh, the two two shot threat. You can either pass it or you can run it, and it happened just like that. They made they ran a, a really good blitz and protected our guys pretty well, and. All I saw was a lane. My offensive line did a good job of blocking, and I just took off from there. <laughs> nice. and, and, of course, that play is one of the most memorable NCAA college football plays of all time. See the replays all the time. Going forward after that play, though, was like I'm pretty sure your life changed dramatically right after that national championship game. Yeah. Say that one more time. Like just just the the way that your your whole persona the whole the whole legend of Vince Young right there at that moment started. I know you had several other good years at UT, but at that moment you win the national championship, you score the winning run. Your life must have changed dramatically. Oh yeah, man. I mean, it was a life changing. I mean, being the first to graduate out of my family and going to college. I mean, everything was just a life changing for me. I mean. I can tell any young man or young lady out there, hard work really pays off, man. You can change your future 
Uh, it depends on you, though, how much hard work you put in for your entire family and, and for as well as representing your community that you're from. So, you know, and then being at the one of the one of the best schools on the planet is the University of Texas. Those guys gave, gave me a lot of opportunities uh, to be there, to learn, and also play the game that I love. And I, I enjoyed every moment of it. Did you consider any other schools prior to picking UT, or you always knew that, that UT was your number one school that you wanted to go to? Yeah, UT, um, definitely uh, Southern Miss, Arkansas, and Notre Dame was my top schools. Nice. A- any specific reason why you wanted those? Well, I had a good relationship with Steve McNair, and then had a good relationship with um, with Brett Farr. So in the summertime, I was doing a lot of, you know, football camps for those guys in that area. So once I got, you know, done with that, I mean, working out with those guys, I was also helping them, uh, you know, do some things in that community. So, and that's why I almost went to Southern Miss to, to have opportunity to work out with those guys every year. <laughs> and that's not a bad, bad uh, combination to work out with every year. <laughs> so, how much was how much did that time spent with Steve McNair mean to you? Going like he was obviously a huge mentor in your career, huh? Prior to signing to yeah, Tennessee. Man, he was, yeah, he was big, man. He was a blessing in my life. I mean, we had a similar lifestyle. His dad wasn't around. My dad wasn't around growing up. And he just kind of took me underneath his wing. And ever since he did that, I was very appreciative of listening to everything he was teaching me about how to become a quarterback and, and you know, how to way to live your life. And he did a lot of that, and I appreciate him for taking the time out his busy NFL and his own personal life schedule to uh, mentor another young kid in a whole other city that he felt that he believed in, and I appreciated it. Uh, do you still keep in touch with any of his children? Yeah, I mean, I've, I haven't talked to him in a while because of the fact they've just been growing up, getting busy, and that's how they act. Right, that's how right. kids get when they get, old, when they get older. But I still check on them from time to time and let them know I love you and I miss you, and I'm here if you need me. So awesome. we kind of awesome. keep that communication line open. So being the third overall pick in the 2006 draft, I mean, I was looking at you know some of the draft order, whether it was Houston, New Orleans, of course, Tennessee, New York, Green Bay, San Francisco, Oakland. All of those schools, or I'm sorry, not schools, all of those cities are pretty like uh, pretty known cities, awesome cities. Was there any specific city that you preferred? I mean, uh, obviously, uh, were you really hoping for that number one pick? Not only because it was the number one pick, but because it was from your hometown of Houston? Or, or were you content with um, Tennessee? Of course, New Orleans is a really cool city. Like, Was there any specific city alone that you wanted to play for? Or a specific organization that you wanted to play for? Prior yeah, to I the just wanted to play at home. I wanted to play at home. I definitely wanted to play at home. I mean, you know, that was one of the whole reasons I even left Texas, because they had the number one pick. And if I knew they weren't going to pick me, I probably would have stayed in another year. But, uh, you know, that was a definitely a high place that I wanted to be at. But when, you, when you're when in the NFL draft, man, you don't really worry about that. I mean, some guys do, but me, I was just happy to get drafted. I, don't give, I didn't care what team I was going right, to. Right, I was going to sure. make the best of it, and I was just happy to be drafted. Because, you know, when you're a kid playing Madden all your life, and then you have an opportunity to be in that draft, and, and then go play in the NFL, man. It's like a dream come true for real. Hundred percent. Do you believe in the Madden curse? You were on the cover of the 2008 Madden. Do you believe in that, or you just kind of chalk it up as? <laughs> no, not at all. Because I really had a really good season that year. I was Absolutely. On the cover. <laughs> right. Right. You're, you're living proof that the Madden curse is not correct. 
Now, now tell me about like uh, what about like rookie hazing? Does the third overall pick get rookie hazed, or do you normally get a pass with that? No, everybody get rookie hazed. I mean, I, I I still think I have the receipt that I have to pay fifteen or twenty k for taking the guys out. To- Taking the guys out to eat one night. <laughs> oh, man. I was afraid of that. I, I thought maybe Vince Young would get a pass. No, they don't care about none of that because it happens to everybody from from every MVP quarterback you know or player. Anybody it happens to everybody. You don't get no pass with nothing like that. <laughs> now, now, quick question: Do you play fantasy football? No, I don't. But uh, also, I, I'll be at the. The fantasy football deal next month, and uh, in Dallas for those guys, I love doing that with those guys. The fantasy football deal that's going to be fun. So the guys got to definitely tune in to that because it's always good for them to to do the fantasy football and then also bring in athletes to interact with the fans and the people that love the game. So that's that's a really good deal they're doing out there in Dallas. Just out of quick curiosity, why? What's the reason why you don't play fantasy football? Uh, because I just don't. I'm, I'm more so like again. I'm 36 year old, six year old. I got my son all over the place. So I just be so busy with other stuff. Like you know, it, it, it's when you retire, man. You you get a chance to enjoy being around your family, right. man. And uh, sometimes Saturdays is all day kids, so you don't get a chance to really see anything or even have an opportunity that to be in a a fantasy team club or whatever how they do it. So. You know, sometimes I go to the events and just hang out with the guys, but I don't interact with the stuff. Now, what 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 end uh, of the spectrum are you on? Because it seems like you can't really be a neutral for the Cowboys. You either really love them or really hate them. Where do you fall when it comes to the Cowboys? Being from Houston, <laughs> I can't believe you asked me that. Because <laughs> I'm playing for the Eagles, so I'm going to go green all day, baby. <laughs> oh, I, I was afraid of that. I, yeah. I thought I thought maybe uh, yeah. I, I didn't know if that because you only played for the Eagles how many years? Just a year, yeah. Right, so, so I didn't know. If, know I, I, did, I didn't know if that was sticking. I have fun. Yeah, I have fun with. It. I'm always <laughs> a Cowboy fan, but when we play each other, I got to give you guys a hard time. <laughs> and those rivalries are real, right? Like, le- legitimately, don't like each other. Whether it's the Eagles, yeah, the Redskins, the the Giants, these yeah. NFL rivalries I can't, can get heated. I can't go on TV talking about I'm going with the Cowboys or Redskins, right? Right. And I know I play with the Eagles. I'm gonna lose all my fans <laughs> that I have in in, in Philly. <laughs> oh man! And well, how was your time in Philly? It was great, man. Jeff was a great, great uh, uh, guy. Andy Reid, you already know, speaks very highly of him. That's right. my guy. So it was great, man. I was hey. I hated that I had to go, but, um, you know, I really enjoyed playing for those guys. They was a really good team and great organization. Now, speaking of retirement, you, you've you've stayed busy for sure. Um, I mean, I, I've even seen that you have the Vince Young Day on January 10th. How did you pull that off in Houston? That's just a blessing, just getting wow. recognized and doing some good stuff in the community, man. So, again, hard work pays off, man. That's insane. <laughs> and you also have the Vince Young Steakhouse in Austin, correct? Do you live in Austin? No, I actually moved back to uh, I actually moved back to Houston. Oh, nice. Okay. Uh, I'm okay. just now getting back home since I since I left to go to college in 2002. I'm just now moving home back home into in 2019 20. So nice. it's been so, some years I've been gone. So Houston's always been considered home, no matter how long you've stayed in Austin. Yeah, Austin's home too, but you know, home is home, and Houston is always you know absolutely a big major part of my life to help me help me get to the point where I'm at today as well. 
And now I, I've seen some of some of the pictures on your Instagram. Of course, uh, it seems like it seems like you're a fan. How 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 do you feel about the Houston rap scene? The Houston what team? The the rap scene in Houston. Oh, the rap scene, man. We all we all brothers, man. We all support each other. We all watch each other grow up. And just to see each and last one of the guys doing really good, not just in the the rap game, but they doing good in business. Slim Thug doing construction, yep. Pow Wow doing stuff. I mean, you got Lil Kiki, you got Bun B. I mean, everybody is doing really good, as well as our, our young rappers that's coming up. You see um, Stallions, a young lady just killing the game right now. So, you know, you see multiple people coming out of Houston there, and you know Beyonce, she's the ultimate. She's doing oh, really good. She's so be, yeah. I'm, just happy, yeah. I'm just happy to see everybody <laughs> doing good. So I had and, the opportunity uh, to. The, uh, main, the main thing is supporting the community. I had the opportunity uh, this past Friday. I went to Screwfest. There was a Screwfest event in San Antonio, and I had the opportunity to meet Lil Flip, ESG, Lil Kiki, and, and Big Pokey. And when I say like they were the most humble, friendliest people that I that I've met in a long time. So um, that, that that meant a lot to me. Yeah. Growing up, like I said, we're, we're me and you aren't too far in age. Like they were. They were what we listened to, especially in Houston, Smithville. I don't know if you're aware, but DJ Screw was actually born in Smithville. That we call it Screwville. Like he was a huge influence to all of us, and, and um, just seeing some of these guys that we looked up to for so long, including yourself, man, it it makes a world of difference when you guys are nice and friendly and humble, man. Yeah, no doubt, man. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, we got all love. We just was celebrating June 27 yesterday. Did you Did you <laughs> listen to the track? Oh yeah, you gotta turn that on. <laughs> <Poor black. laughs> okay, good. Okay, good. Real quick, does 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 Vince Young get starstruck? I mean, again, just just looking at from Snoop Dogg to Ti, Ludacris, uh, Matthew McConaughey. I mean, the list goes on with the celebrities that you ever that you meet. Is there any any celebrity that once you've seen them, it's like me right now on this phone call, you get a little starstruck? Uh, yeah, I mean, I got starstruck with meeting each and last one of them because, you know, again, you've been watching them since you, you was a kid. Right. And you're just happy that they got the same respect for you just as much as you have for them, and they are happy to meet you as well. So, Absolutely. Um, again, that's how it's supposed to be, man. I'm just happy to, uh, to be, to call some of those guys my friend, you know? Right. And, and is there any, uh, so did you meet Matthew McConaughey when, when, at UT? Did you get to see him a lot? Yeah, playing ball. He was at a lot of our games and practices. And he's just—is he, he as we see him on camera, just a nice, laid-back, cool, funny guy? He a Texas guy. Everybody's Southern hospitality down where we're from. Nice. And let me ask you about some of the hobbies now that you're retired. I see a lot of golfing picture. How, golfing pictures. How did you pick up golfing? Uh, I started playing golf with my offensive lineman when I was in Tennessee. Wow. Uh, a while back, and ever since then, I've been playing it ever since. Any other hobbies that you have that may be surprising to the listeners? Sleeping. <laughs> yeah, a lot of sleeping, right? A lot of rest? A lot of rest. But I love traveling. I love traveling, so I love going to see the world and uh, doing those type of things and being in the community, hanging out with the kids, man. Let me ask you about that, because you have the, the Vince Young Jamboree coming up soon, right? Can you give the listeners kind of an idea of the Vince Young Jamboree and what that all entails? Yeah. Yeah, it's for the... Um, Youth, youth lead and middle school kids, sometimes they don't get enough uh, scrimmage games before their season start. So we just came together to, to put something together for a lot of the local um, uh, little lead and middle school schools, kids for them to have a couple of more extra games to, you know, prepare themselves for the season. 
And then just also just to help, you know, mingle in the community, just giving back and just having fun on that day. I know they start school on the 26th, so they get an opportunity just to hang out with a lot of guys like myself and other athletes that I have out there. So we're looking forward to it. Should be a good deal. I'm getting a lot of good buzz right now with it. Right. And where is that going to be located at? That's going to be in Houston or West Bedford at the, at the stadiums that uh, we got in contact with with Southwest League that those guys do a little bit of uh, youth league football stuff there as well. And we just partner with them to do some really good things as well. Awesome. And where can they sign up at? Do you know? Uh, you can go to tenvishyoung.com just for more information, or you can just text VY at 713-713, and you'll pretty much get all the information to your, your cell phone. Awesome. Well, I don't want to take up too much of your time. i got a couple fa- fan questions, and then I'll, I'll wrap up with you, okay? Yep. It says uh, one of the fan questions says, "Looking ahead to this upcoming year for UT, do you think Herman can get an can make the Longhorns an immediate contender, or do you think it's going to be a two to three year process?" Uh, I think they're doing good so far already. I mean, they was already a contender last year, so it's just one you know one game at a time. Making sure these guys continue to work hard, which they are really doing right now in the off season that I pay attention to. I haven't had an opportunity to be there, but I've been paying attention online so and talking to a lot of the young guys that I have opportunity to mentor and talk to a lot. So I think it's going to be good. I mean, Coach Herman knows what he's doing. I mean, he's a winner. So, you know, everybody just got to trust the, pro- the process and, didn't, and just shut the hell up. Is there, <laughs> is there any specific uh, similarities that you see with Coach Herman and Coach Mac Brown? Yeah, I mean, sure. I mean, Coach Herman been underneath Coach Brown. Coach, uh, Coach Myers, he's been around the elite right. head coaches that's really doing good in, in, in the college level. So all you have to do is just stick with it, what he learned, and bring a little bit of his touch in, and he'll be all right. And that's what he's doing. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy with the things that he's doing, I, uh, and I just support him. That's it. Awesome. Okay, so question number two. What are the major differences between NCAA and the NFL when it comes to, like, the politics? Is there any, like, crazy, crazy politic differences between the NCAA and NFL? Yeah, it's way different. It's a business in the NFL. It's a business on college level too, but you you're a little bit more still a kid and a student. So, um, but it's definitely different. So, I don't want to get too much into that, but everybody in the world know about that world. Right, so. exactly. <laughs> and what about the actual game of football from from the NFL into to the NCAA to NFL? I mean, it seems like it's a much faster, you know, more power difference when it comes to the NFL. Um, was it like you could uh, obviously? Not really. Not really? Uh, really, it's more so the thinking process of it, terminology. Okay. You know, you're not really playing against you, – you already respect the players, but you're really playing against the defensive coordinator now. So you got to play play like chess. you got to be more smarter. you got to do more research. you got to do more studying. you got to ask questions. One of the big deals that I used to do was go ask questions to my defensive line coach, uh, my defensive coordinator. I used to go ask them and pick their mind. If I was, if you was playing me, what would you do to me? Right. So right. once you get type, start studying like that, I mean, you get more older. It's not more so physical. It's more mental game of it now. And know where you need to be. Uh, Pre-snap read, stuff like that. And the game takes off. But, I mean, that's the only different spot. It's just, you know, in the from the college level into the to NFL. Now, knowing knowing what you do now, you've been you've been retired for five years. Is there anything for from a like a performance? Would you do differently going into the NFL? No. Everything I learned, everything happened like I was supposed to happen. So 
I'm not one of those guys that reminisce and wish I did this better and none of that. I just move on, learn from my mistakes, and keep it moving. Right. And now, <clears throat> do you follow the NBA close? Yeah, man. I'm a big Rockets fan, big uh, Spurs and Lakers fan. Awesome. Well, I'm a huge Rockets fan. Living in San Antonio, it's like asking about the Cowboys. It's like pulling teeth. So I, I gotta gotta say it real quiet. But yeah, I'm a huge Rockets fan, so that's good to know. Quick, quick, uh, like rapid fire. Where does Kawhi go out in the off season? I don't know. I don't care where he go. I'm just a fan. So wherever he is, you'll see Kawhi wear a Kawhi Leonard shirt on. I've been supporting him since he's been in the Spurs. So what about? Uh, I definitely love KD. I definitely love his game. KD, that's my bro. So you know. Whatever he does, I'm supporting. I'll be there to support him and his mom. So, KD is family. So, those decisions are are based on their life, man. So, right. a lot of people need to stay out of their personal life and let these people make, make their own decisions. Who cares about you telling them where they need to go and this and that? They make their own decisions, and I'm supporting it because I'm happy for them and their families. Now, now, being a Rockets fan, are you knowing that you'd probably have to get rid of Capella and or... Gordon and PJ Tucker, are you for the uh, Jimmy Butler getting Jimmy Butler, or do you, do you prefer to keep the core that we currently have? Yeah, I'm against all that. I'm I, I'm all about just letting your team develop and, and win and grow together. I mean, Absolutely. Prime example is it's the Patriots, man. The Patriots they don't do a lot of stuff. They just let their team grow together and they win. They do a good job commingling and doing what they need to do to win. Absolutely. So I hope the Rockets would just let let that go and just let the guys. Who we have play together and and watch them win. Absolutely, man. Well, hey, those are those are the questions that I came for you guys. Um, Vince Young, again, man, I, I appreciate you being on. I've been I've been a huge fan. I've been been wanting this episode for a long time, so I'm glad that we can finally make it happen. Um, greatly appreciate. Right, it. I appreciate it, man. Thank no you. problem, man. Enjoy your weekend, man. You too. Have a good day and a happy June 27th. <laughs> no doubt, you too. That was Vince Young again, NFL legend, like he NCAA legend by far, like one of the biggest, most impressive NCAA games seasons I've ever seen. I mean, he he's a huge role model for me. He was always one of my favorite NCAA players of all time. One of my favorite NFL players that didn't wear a Cowboys jersey of all time. Just a really good dude. Um, from Houston, Texas, know what I'm saying? So you know he had to rock with DJ Screw and them screw heads over there, know what I'm saying? It's all, all around dope, though, man. So thank you for listening. All Wax the Podcast, Jay Hen, Vince Young. We out. Yo! Yep.